Welcome to Dom and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign where Goats and Dragons plays Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monaghan. And dragons. <laughs> dragons, dragons, dragons. <clears throat> Please be warned, this podcast sometimes contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. It is dark under the blanket of war, and the poorest among us are easily forgotten. In a conflict between the nations of Gaholnia and Wigmolds and the continent of Greater Banya, the small town of Burden, which sits near the border between the two, now hosts the Gaholnian war effort. It is occupied space and the new influx of soldiers and officers have had a toll on the people of this already poor community. See, Burden is the kind of place that makes the locals say, Burden sticks with you. Welcome to Dom and Dragons, the podcast where Helpful Go Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monaghan. Sorry, excuse me. Taking my emotions down. Not too excited. Everything's fine. Um, I'm Andrew Gilbert, uh, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing McKeck Tumbledown. Hey, everybody. What's up? Uh, Lena playing Elif Fire. Hi. Guess what she's good at? Uh, Adam playing Connie Demure. Hey, everybody. Glad to have you here. And, of course, uh, Dom Manahan himself playing Cryon Fane. What's up, guys? How come you introduced me last? What was that about? I feel very nervous <laughs> now. It's a lot of pressure. It's my first time playing. I feel very much under pressure already. <laughs> It's the introducing credit. We're introducing you into it. Uh, okay, right. you built me up. I'm going to disappoint yeah, you. You built me <laughs> up. Impossible. Impossible. We're going to have a good time. Um, all right. So uh, if you uh, want to just doodle on in the background, uh, you guys can do that while I say a whole bunch of boring announcements. Hang in there, everyone. We're going to get to Dungeons and Dragons very soon. Um, all right. So tonight on Twitch... Uh, feel free to ask any questions in the chat. Um, we have a lovely group of regulars that can uh, probably answer most queries about us or the game itself. Um, we'll try to keep an eye on chat as well, um, Also, but we will be busy, and um, there's a decent amount of you already. So, um, so feel free to uh, talk in that um, and have a good time. We are also Twitch affiliate, uh, which means you're able to cheer and subscribe to us. 
Um, and anyone who has Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free through Twitch Prime. Uh, it's easy to get those accounts linked and set up. Um, a couple uh, acknowledgments uh, as we get going. We're using Roll20 as our virtual tabletop for the game. Um, some of the music uh, comes from Incompetech and Tabletop Audio. And um, in our in our loading screen, uh, we have all those listed in case you're interested. Uh, but in particular, I really want to shout out Sam Winnie, uh, who wrote an amazing opening piece and theme song uh, called Beasts of Burden, which is awesome. And uh, to Monty, uh, Twitter, at Miraculous Monty, for the amazing, cute artwork. Um, super fun, Monty. Thanks for doing that. Um, and for the Dungeon Master icon as well. Oh, I love it so much. A note about Dungeons & Dragons in general. We're using 5th edition, which is the newest edition of the game to play. Um, and Dungeons & Dragons is a game of collaborative storytelling. It is unscripted. Um, I have scenarios in mind for the evening, but no one knows exactly where this is going to go. Uh, and uh, yeah, and there are a few house rules, uh, which if we come across those, I will ping and flag for you. Um, but other than that, we're sticking pretty close to, to the rules as written. Um, and I'm also a proponent of the rule of cool. So if something is cool enough, uh, I'm totally okay bending the rules to match that moment. Uh, so also for the players to keep in mind, do something cool. I'll reward you. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that does it for now. Um, and uh, I'll direct you uh, toward our Twitter and Facebook stuff at the end of tonight's game. Um, other than that, I just kind of want to get started into the game itself. Uh, anyone else have any questions, comments before we jump into the game proper? Dom Monahan is here. Have you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted to make sure uh, you were okay. Process. Okay, cool. Cool. We're good. We're good. I have no. I have no questions. This is all new to me, and I'm very interested and curious and and ready to get going. I think certainly yeah. out of this group of experienced players, I'm going to represent the person going. Um, what do I do now? <laughs> and how? So I'm I'm going to be that person. So hopefully people will be charmed by that, as opposed to be completely irritated by that. You'd be surprised, oh, Dom. I do that quite a bit, and I've been playing for over a year now. <laughs> Yay! And we love right. helping people learn this game. Yeah. Cool. hundred percent. Yeah. This is it's fun. Everyone should play this game. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, so I guess without further ado, uh, let's begin tonight's episode of Dom and Dragons. See, Burden is the kind of place that makes locals say, Burden sticks with you. It sits near a marsh with unpaved streets, while the sky rains more than it don't. The muddy town used to lie on a major trade route that required horses, donkeys, oxen, and wagons to continue operating without any hiccups, all of which the people supplied to needy travelers. Now it sits sinking into the mud with neglect, a brown, lumpy mess underneath a grain sky. It's a hard life for those who've stuck around here and honest work is rare even when the trade is good. Now, there are no traveling caravans or merchants, no circuses passing by, 
No wandering wizards, nor illustrious bards. Survival now means looking outside of law and order. And this is precisely what brings a particularly quick halfling to the edge of the town prison on this rainy evening. Dom, would you mind describing your character? I would be delighted. Um, my character is called Cryon Fane. <clears throat> he is, and I'm hoping that this is the popular vote and not the kind of obvious vote that makes people go, ah. He is a halfling, uh, so smaller than the average human by a couple of feet, stout. Uh, he has long, I described it as Jesus-like hair, um, a scar that runs down the left side of his face, which who knows, maybe we'll find out about later. Bright, curious eyes, he's well-dressed. He was at one point not too long ago part of a religious order which he was thrown out of in disgrace and who knows maybe we'll get into that too he's uh, intelligent never seems to shy away from a fight is a fast thinker and also a fast mover and doesn't necessarily favor any weapons but um is quite spry on his feet i think that's a good way to describe him initially of course yeah absolutely all right, well, uh, Mr. Fane, you have, for, well, let's say just for now reasons, made your way to the the uh, town jail, the, the mm -hmm. prison itself. Um, the prison itself is, well, it's, it's kind of sinking into the mud. The heavy stone walls over many, many years just slowly sunk and sunk and sunk to the point where when you get when you get to the kind of the, the stonework on the walls at the very bottom where it's touching the ground you can see um, a window for bars uh, and and that's about as as much as it's sunk down already um, what is it you'd like to, to do here? at this prison area. <clears throat> is there no noticeable kind of door entryway? It's only the window that I can see at this point? Yeah, there is there is an entryway uh, up front that has some guards at it. Um, and being sneaky, uh, for now at least, you've kind of elected to go on the backside. Okay, well, if it's safe, which it seems to do so, apart from, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe getting some muddy feet, can I... Go over and have a little look through that window. Yeah, absolutely. So you uh, take a look in the window. Uh, so as you uh, look in the window, um, the first things that they sort of greet your gaze are two rather large wolves <laughs> sitting in a in a locked jail cell. Um. There is a kind of mangled-looking goblin sitting on a bench on the, across from them, mm. uh, and as you're kind of peering in, he uh, he looks up at you and and he kind of hoarsely says, "Ah, well, what are you doing up there?" Okay, 
So those are the only people that I can see. Huh? Yeah. To your right um, and to your left, there are kind of uh, other windows if you wanted to look in other jail cells as well. Um, you think you're just kind of looking into one of them at the moment. Well, let me... Since since none of those three people seem to be terribly friendly towards Cryon, can I go over to the what would be Cryon's right-sided window and have a peer through there? Sure, yeah. Uh, so you peer in that window, and there's an old uh, orc um, chained up and just kind of laying on the ground. He seems to be sleeping. Okay, um, I think I feel like I'm zero for two at this point. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Good start. Good start. Um, how about the far window? And I'll probably give the middle window a little bit of a of a wide berth as I'm as I'm okay. heading past it, since those guys don't seem to be too friendly. Yeah. So you head over to the other window, um, and this is quite a sight. Uh, you actually see the individual that you saw at the town, uh, the town tavern earlier in the evening, the very, very large kind of monstrous figure in the duster. Um, he is sitting in this jail cell at the at the moment. Uh, that is across from you, right? Uh, the, the the smoking gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. There uh, is a woman with fiery red hair uh, that almost even seems to be glowing very slightly. Um, and you almost didn't see it, but to your left, what you kind of took as a large rock uh, for the moment actually uh, pokes a head out, uh, a, a crown of flowers on its head. Uh, and then you realize, oh, this is what's called a tortle or a tortoise person. Nice. Um, um, and they all just kind of, as one, look up at you. <laughs> now... <clears throat> Oh, there seems to be guards kind of patrolling around the um, the side of the building. If they if they see me, I'm in trouble, right? Maybe, yeah. The the guards in town, the Gaholnian army, seems to, yeah, uh, not to be very fam- friendly. <laughs> I mean, if they get any, if they get at the moment, it seems like I'm in I'm in a secluded spot. If if they start to come into my eyeline. I would like yeah. to kind of nip around that corner so I'm not seen. But at this point, it seems that I'm safe. If I remain safe, can I elect to, to talk to this group? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Cryon has a slightly deeper voice than me, which is interesting because most of the time, most of the directions that I get nowadays when I'm on set is, can you talk with less of a deeper voice? Because we can't understand you, which is great. So <laughs> I'm not going to do an even deeper voice than that. So Cryon says... Um, my friends, I would like to help you out if I can. I'm assuming you'd like to escape. I would be more than happy to try and help you out with that. Is there anything in the cell around that we can use to break these bars? Um, like, I don't know. I, I, I'd really like you to get me out of here, though. I mostly just see, like, this chain that I'm chained to this horrible bugger man with, and I don't like it very much, so I'd love it if you could get me out of here. I'm jerking on that chain. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem on. that bad. 
I'll do my best, you guys. Incidentally, when you guys were locked up, no one happened to see a music box of any sort, did you? Nothing like that in the in the in the cell in the prison. Uh, I I didn't. I I've, I just woke up though. Uh, anyone else? I made a squad of guards carry me in here while I was in my shell, so I didn't see much. It was funny though. <laughs> Guys, I'm just going to nip around this corner for a second because the guards are doing their <laughs> I was going to say, you just barely hear guards uh, starting to come around the corner. Uh, then let me, let, me, let me just nip around this blind spot. I'll be back in 30 seconds. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Can they still you, hear? What it, uh, they can't hear you because, yeah, there's not going to be a window there for you to really talk mm. down into yet. Um, and why don't you go ahead and give me a stealth check to see how uh, sneakily you were able to get around that corner. Stealth check, check. Hang on a second. He seemed nice. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to hit the stealth thing, right? Yep, just hit the word in the skills section. First roll. Solid 15. Yeah, so at the moment, uh, you don't think... Um, you don't think they've seen you at the moment. Uh, however, in this little cubbyhole back here, there's really not a lot, not a lot to uh, hide behind, uh, and it does seem like they're just kind of doing rounds around the entirety of this, of this place. Um, so you're okay. worried they're gonna see you pretty soon. Uh, okay. Well. It doesn't seem like from what I'm from what I'm looking at this map, it doesn't seem like there's uh there's any real opportunity to kind of enter through anywhere else, right? I mean I could try and enter through the front, but that's that's is that guarded or or is that the guards that are walking around the prison? Um you're you're not exactly sure. It might be unguarded at this point, but it's it's I mean Technically, you do know one way to enter this prison, and that is to get caught snooping around the prison. Not <laughs> saying you have oh, to nice. do that, but if you wanted to be sneaky about it, you could even confront this. That's interesting. That would mean that I would basically be in the same predicament as, as my three new friends here, potentially. Perhaps, yeah. Um. Okay, well, in that case, I mean... It's it's definitely an interesting way to uh, try and try and break it from the from the inside out. Why don't I why don't I head over to the front and uh, try my luck with uh, with just walking in through the front door? All right. Uh, so if you want to, you can kind of dash uh, around the edge of the the prison over here. Um, they probably will see you if you if you just make a run for it. Okay. If that well, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're also quicker than they are. Even for yeah. a halfling, that's, that is, uh, they, they start to, to chase. Uh, but you slide on the mud around the corner uh, as it's raining. You come down to the, to the, the jail cell proper. And it doesn't look like anyone is out front at the moment. Uh there is kind of a, a large kind of iron gate on the ground that you can pull up and then head downstairs a little bit. And that is the main entrance to the to the guard chamber. 
Let's do that. Is it is it heavy? Is it doable for a halfling? Yeah, give me a strength check to see <laughs> see if you can lift this thing. He's not he's not necess- he's known for a few things that he can do, but he's he's not the, yeah, the yeah, strongest yeah. guy in the world. Let's see. Seventeen. That's very good. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you, the you, early game. you pull into this and it's and it creaks open really loudly. Uh, and you can hear some of the, the Gaholnian guards above uh, kind of shouting, Hi! Hi! Stop that! And then you slam uh, slam it down and are down in the uh, the the area um, the area in which, in which you, you sort of file prisoners through. Uh, there is a guard at the other end. Um, he's sitting in a chair, and he happens to be asleep at the moment. Uh, and then just past him, um, uh, there's a, a barred gate that's closed. Uh, okay, well, let's let's certainly attempt to sneak past him. Is that is that a table on the right-hand side, or is that just Yeah, a it's kind door? of a bench area, a long bench. So can I sneak past our sleeping guard? It doesn't look like there's anything on the table or the bench. Is that right? Yeah, it, it looks pretty sturdy. It doesn't look like much. Not nothing on it though. Nothing sat on it. There's no keys uh, or anything like that. Not that you can see. Yeah, give me a give me a perception check to kind of scan the room, see if you can see anything. I mean, maybe our guard has some uh, has some keys. A thirteen. Uh, yeah, it's it's not super hard to see. Uh, there, there are keys dangling off of, uh, this one's, uh, belt. Um, boom. I mean, and if, I, yeah, if you wanted I, to, I don't you could wanna... probably try <laughs> to, to take yeah. it off. I, I feel like, I feel like this might be one of, one of the halflings real strength is kind of, you know, sleight of hand dexterity type stuff. But yeah, let's, let's try yeah, and yeah. Uh, take the keys. Let's try and take the keys off this guard. All right, all right. You uh, he's sleeping, so he he's not paying any attention to you or anything. You get up there pretty quietly. Uh, give me a, a sleight of hand check. And about this time, then you also hear the twenty three. Twenty three. I am killing the early game. I do this all the time. This is great. Yeah, you're rolling incredibly well. You uh, yeah, you're able to to pry the the keys very quietly without even jingling them off of this guy. This this uh, just means that my mid game and my late game is gonna fold like a flan in a cupboard. But at this point, I'm <laughs> enjoying it. <laughs> um, yeah. Take it okay. when you can get it though. Exactly. Um, yeah. There seems to be a table to my right with stuff on it and another guard. Um, can I check to see if that guard is is sleeping? Uh, right, yeah. So you take the keys and you you put it into the uh, iron gate. Oh, I'm not um, in yet. Okay, carpet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can see through the bars that there are there's uh, a couple guards awake. Um, okay. Sh- uh, just across, and you do hear the the gate behind you. So you you think those guards are following you down here? Um. Okay. So I've got I've got a guard asleep behind me. I've got guards awake yeah. coming in, and I've got two guards awake at the at the uh, the next um, section. So I am in a little bit of a pickle. 
potentially. Can I hide behind <laughs> the sleeping guard? Oh, I guess these guys are coming in, right? These guys, these guys are coming in through the main entrance. They, they're going to see yeah. me even if I am behind, hiding behind the guard. Uh, maybe you. Uh, that's technically that's one of the the specialties of a light foot halfling is you can hide behind creatures that are a size larger than you, uh, and you're a small yeah, creature. Does, he's a medium, that, so technically, that does yeah, seems to be a bit of a, of a blind spot. Why don't I hide behind this this sleeping guard on the chance that maybe these guys are just doing the rounds, and then I might I might have a few more options. Okay. Do that. Beautiful. Uh, give me a stealth check then. Let's see if these rolls <laughs> keep coming. I'm telling you, uh, I'm, I'm, I think it's going to stay strong and then it's it's going to yeah. fade away terribly, but we'll see. Oh, oof, oof. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. It's happened That's already. That's a seven. That's a seven. Uh, yeah, crying. You're 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 uh, stuck between these guards, uh, not knowing exactly how to get in without being seen. Uh, the guards are coming behind you, uh, prying open the 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 gate, uh, and you just kind of uh, freak out for a second and just pull the guard on top of you, <laughs> so that just no one can see you for a moment. Um, as you do that, he, his face kind of scrapes against the wall and he, he wakes up at that point. Goodness. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to you then, Cryon, <laughs> in a moment. Yeah, that, that's, that seems like a good call. <laughs> so, Elif, uh, Connie, McKeck, uh, why don't you go ahead and describe yourselves at this point? As you're sitting in this... Uh, dark, dank, uh, muddy chamber. You just saw a halfling poke his head through the window and say something about escape, and then you heard guards <laughs> running and chasing someone. Um, yeah, that's a curious series of events. But what is it that, uh, uh, what do you all look like, let's say? Why don't we start with Connie? Uh, yeah. Connie, who, uh, Cryon had seen a little bit ago out on the street that was some session zero business that we didn't stream um, but yeah Cryon gave Connie a light um, and now he sees Connie in jail Connie is a classic kind of towering bugbear uh, looming definitely intimidating but he also gives off kind of a grouchy teddy bear vibe um, I think kind of like a cross between uh, the brother and everybody loves Raymond and uh, Jeff Bridges and True Grit, maybe. I don't know. Um, he's got brown fur all over, except for a black gray mustache and uh, blackish grayish mutton chop streaks framing his face. He's a bit more beast than bug and more bear than goblin. Um, he wears old, dusty, leathery clothes, no armor, under an old, dusty, faded black trench coat. He's also got an old dusty 11-gallon hat on his head. Um, his hairy, wedge-shaped bugbear ears. Um, they used to be hidden by his hat, but they don't uh, stand up straight anymore like most bugbear's ears do. Now they sort of slouch out from under his hat, almost as tired of the world as he is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> what and... a metaphor. <laughs> And when he smiles, which is rare, although um, <laughs> I, I suspect Crian might have looked through the window right around the time when 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 um, Connie was giving this huge smile at at Elif. Um, 
and he was showing his huge, sharp bugbear teeth. And these teeth are scary, um, even to me, and I am playing him. So, that's Connie Demure. <laughs> and he's currently chained to Elif and uh, kind of being um, kind of aggressive with Elif. And he's enjoying it. Yeah, that sounded weird. No, I didn't mean it so weird. Like he's like being threatening, threatening. (laughs) Is that better? And he's enjoying it because he hates her. Um, they have a history. Let's just say that. (laughs) All right, uh, Elif next then. So Elif is an ASMR. So she's pretty human sized um she's about five foot seven pretty average weight she's really unruly and unkempt looking her hair is bright red and orange and very curly and bushy and not curly and bushy like nice curls but like she kind of forgets to brush it and it's super frizzy her skin glows slightly it's very pale and she has really bright metallic orange eyes that don't have any pupil or whites. They're just solid orange, and they kind of glow a little, too. Um, She's got ash smeared in random places on her face and on her hands, and some of the ends of her hair and some of the ends of her clothing look like they've been slightly burnt. She doesn't seem to care at all about this. Like She doesn't seem like she's in pain or she's been through a fire. She just looks like she's always a little smoldering, almost. She's dressed all in black and doesn't have any weapons because she's in jail. So yeah, that's her. Um, right now she's just kind of glaring daggers at Connie, but also is looks like she's trying to listen and see if if um, the halfling she saw is coming to help because she does not like being stuck in jail as much as she spent a lot of time here. Awesome. Great, and Mikek. Oh, uh, Mikek. If he was standing up, which maybe he has with the presence of this strange, friendly halfling, uh, stands about six foot three um, and weighs about 600 pounds. Um, he's large, even by the standards of a turtle. Um, he wears sort of loose fitting uh, brown pants, uh, no shirt. Around his neck, you can see a medallion with an emblem of a small turtle and a little bit of, it looks like, turtle scale or turtle shell uh, glinting in it. Um, There's a flower crown which has more herbs than flowers in it resting on his head Um, and he's sort of gently looking back and forth between the two uh, of his new cell mythwing. Now perhaps we could calm down a little. There was that fun friendly Halfling fellow. Oh, you're just pulling on the chains again. Okay. I'm only in here because of her, and I didn't know if I didn't even know you were a turtle until just now. What, what, what were you doing hiding in here this whole time? You're you're in here because you're, you're like literally the worst at everything, Connie. This is not um my fault at all, and I don't know why you're blaming me for that. It's totally your fault for trying to attack me and kidnap me, and then drawing a bunch of attention to me and getting me stabbed. Like this is all on you. You're the problem. Capturing a bounty is not kidnapping, all right. And like I said, I warned you about those other bounty hunters, and you just couldn't tell what I was communicating. That ain't my fault. 
Yeah, well, you got a net thrown over you and then just tried to, like, slam into them. You are, like, the worst bounty hunter I've ever seen. You're terrible at this. You are a terrible sheriff and you're a terrible bounty hunter. <laughs> if you've recently suffered from any stab wounds, might I recommend a healing salve from Tumbledown's Flower Crowns? That would be great. Do you have that? Um, in jail, so no. But you can oh. visit any of our, either of our locations in town. Uh, thanks. <laughs> As you are, uh, talking amongst yourselves, you hear the, the gates swing open. You hear a commotion. Uh, some clanking, uh, and uh, and then very quickly, a young halfling man being marched over and thrown in the jail cell with you. Uh, though most of the guards, severe black eyes. So at least there's that. <laughs> uh, one of them uh, steps in uh, and and uh, Cryon, uh, he puts manacles on you, connects the chain. Uh, then to the manacles of Mekek uh, in this corner. Uh, and then says, uh, This is where we are going to all settle down. All of you are disrupting the peace. If it were up to me, you would be dead. And now I have to ice my face? <laughs> so, for stay bruises, here. For bruises, might I recommend... Oh, he's gone. <laughs> the gate shuts uh, behind you. Uh, the guards kind of go back to their post. Um, Cryon, you're sort of nursing a, a bruised jaw yourself here. Um, they they didn't hurt you too bad, but they did subdue you, if that makes sense. Uh, hey, guys. A uh, little awkward. Sorry about that. Um, tried, tried my best. I'm going to give myself an A for effort there. Um, a for effort. C, C minus for actual uh, performance. Um, but it's nice to meet you. Oh, um, my name is Cryon. I, I think I gave you a, a light earlier on outside the tavern. Is that correct, my, my huge friend? <laughs> Connie will will tear his uh, angry stare away from Elif to look at you, and at first, like he's he definitely doesn't <laughs> recognize you, or like it's not like registering for him. So we'll just kind of like huff and like turn back to Elif, but he'll do a little double take and he'll be like, "Huh, oh yeah, you're that shorty who gave me a light outside the one-eyed beasts of burden." Mm. See, how, how to win friends and influence people. <laughs> I wouldn't um, call me a friend just yet, Shorty. Why are you in here? Why were you trying to break us out? Is this actually, part of the plan? I, well, it, it, it is part of the plan, yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually... I actually have a, a, an alternate mission that I'm hoping to achieve. I've been told that there is a certain music box somewhere around this cell, which is why I was asking you guys if you'd seen it. But of, of course, I would like to free you and, and ironically, me too at, at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, can I ask uh, my dungeon master expert friend, 
did did the guards <laughs> did the guards significantly frisk Cryon when he was put in the cell? I know at one point he had keys on him. Does he still have those? <laughs> he did. He did. Did you try to uh, even while getting beat up? Did you try to kind of pocket one of those? Keys. Absolutely, he all did. Right, I think that's right. the reason why he got involved in fisticuffs was just <laughs> trying to put something into a concealed pocket somewhere. I love it. All right, yeah. Give me a stealth, or give me a sleight of hand check to see, like, how many keys you could have kind of gotten off and hid. Oh, fingers, fingers crossed, you guys. This could right? be right. This could be huge. Uh, sleight of hand, you say? Yeah. Eight. (laughs) You were able to get one off, uh, and you had to kind of hide it quickly. Uh, They didn't see it, but you were only able to get one, and you're not sure if it's this cage or not. I would think at this point, Cryon turns to the gang and says, but fear not, friends. I do have potentially one thing that may solve our predicament and then he goes over to the keyhole and and gives it a little jiggle all right <laughs> give me a give me a just a straight d6 roll uh so just d6 roll. yeah just a, a six-sided die here one interesting okay interesting all right uh you you try the key in the lock um for the the cell here um and it it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't quite fit um, but you do look around the room and you see that, you know, each of your manacles have sort of a, a keyhole. And you kind of wonder uh, if if one of those might work with the keys. Okay, so I think I give my friends uh, as charming a shrug and smile as possible and kind of say, well, doesn't the door, maybe it will do one of our four manacles. I'll go first. Alright, yeah, you you try to put it in your own manacles. It doesn't it doesn't quite work. Oof, uh, and so you probably then case, yeah go around the room checking each yeah, one. In that case, I think I'm gonna pass it over to my uh lovely uh, flower and herb headed friend who are manacled okay. too. Yeah. Oh, see, you have a key. That's at least a C plus for execution. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've been upgraded. <laughs> uh, Mckech, yeah, you try it on yours. It doesn't seem to work. Hmm. Unfortunate. Here you go, fire lady. Great. Thanks. I will definitely get you all out of here if I get out of here. I promise. Totally. Um, I'm going to try the key. You try the key on the manacles. Uh, it does not work on yours either, I'm afraid. Dang. Do, do we want Connie unchained? I know you guys like think he's nice, maybe, <laughs> but he's actually like been trying to slam me into the ground repeatedly and stuff. He's not nice. Should I, <laughs> I, dude, I, I think he'll free us, though, right? Wouldn't wouldn't he be as interested in us to get out of here, Elif? I mean, I don't know. He used to be the law, right? He was a really corrupt law. He was a bad law, a bad man. But he was the sheriff in this town, so he might just leave us in here. Connie's staring daggers at Elif with his with his paw out. I mean, we've all had a go. Let's let's give him a try. All right, I'm trusting your judgment, and I'll pass it to him. All right. 
Connie, uh, you turn the manacles over, get the key in, and clicks. It clicks open. Uh, your your hands are loose, and if you wanted to remove them, that's totally fine. As you're doing that, uh, you hear the guards coming back down the hall uh, toward your cell. Uh, as a as a former sheriff, Connie is no stranger to the the types of movement patterns that might be found inside of a jailhouse. So he will uh, actually think to. Uh, be a bit subtle and leave the manacle on for now and kind of keep okay. the key hidden in his palm as he hears the guard approach. All right. So you kind of wrap the chain just like around your wrist a little bit and everything then seems to uh, kind of stay in place. Um, though, Cryon, it seems you were successful in taking uh, Connie's, yeah, the key for Connie's uh, manacles. So the... Maybe Cryon gives him, gives him a little wink and says... You're welcome. That's two you owe me now, partner. (laughs) B minus at minimum. (laughs) Uh, Clang, 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 clang against the bars. Uh, uh, This this really obnoxious uh, knight of the Gaholian army. Well, there's a change of plans. Because you are all so... Uh, a thorn in my paw, let's say. I have something else for you that I would need to happen and not let you rot in the cell. That would be inhumane. And he starts to walk away. Uh, Put them in the carriage. Uh, And at this, several guards are going to start opening up the gate and um, you're not exactly sure what they have planned for you, but... Technically, it sounds like you're getting out of the jail. <laughs> I don't have a great feeling about this. Oh, hey, man. Andy, yes. Have I been sitting in here long enough to have completed a short rest? Uh, yes, yeah, you've been sitting in here, yeah, for a few hours. So definitely, you could have had a short rest. So, cool. so a few <laughs> guards, a few guards yeah. are, are here opening the, the cell? Yes, you hear definitely more guards in the area, but like four of them are, are at the, the base of the cell here. Oh, God. I, uh, this is my first time playing a barbarian, everybody. <laughs> but. No, you're good. Connie's. I think Connie's going to put up a fight. Once yeah. anybody kind of comes in, like he is throwing the manacles away and he is just going for it. Because he's still angry and, like, really, really frustrated. Sounds good. And since I already said it's happening, I can't take it back. <laughs> That's not actually a rule. Oh, really? Can I? I there are take-backsies? There yeah. are take-backsies, I guess. It's not like removing your finger from the chess piece. I mean, <laughs> if somebody... Andy, you know, you know Connie maybe as well as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a character reason why maybe he wouldn't, like, try to fight these guards right now? Uh, other than just wanting to see where this goes, you don't have any weapons on you. you, you there are lots of guards in this place. <laughs> this is not a fight you win. <laughs> you would know that. 100%. Now, that being said, if you still fight, of course, that's, yeah, something you want to try. Up to you. 
Um, he's going to do it. With no expectation of actually winning, He is. Uh, he's going to do it just because like, he's so kind of keyed up right now. Yeah. And his, his id is just, has just kind of taken over in the moment. And he's going to... He's gonna fight like a like a like an idiot, <laughs> like a bugbear in a jail cell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. As soon as uh, they open uh, the gate, uh, Connie, you burst up, uh, throwing your manacles aside, uh, throw up your hands, ready for ready for a fight. Um, uh, and at this, you see another one of the guards. Um, uh, wave a small wand in the air. And as that happens, uh, Krylon, Mekek, and Elif, the manacles on your hands start to uh, start to become electrified. And start to... Ow. Ow. <laughs> bad, bad, uh, bad, 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 bad. And Connie, you, you look around, you see this uh, as these generally innocent people now seem to be <laughs> paying for your uh, situation. Uh, is that a, is that enough to to calm you down, or are you more involved in the fight? Um, are these uh, kind of electrical manacles something that Connie, again, with a background in law enforcement, maybe not yeah. necessarily like army level, would he be familiar with these? Are these going to kill these people? You don't think they'll kill them, but it, it's certainly hurting them. Uh, and it, I mean, it could kill them if the, it continues. Yeah. That's not enough for Connie yet. I'm sorry, guys. Fine. <laughs> I would, I would appreciate this if it stopped. Connie's still fighting. All right. The He's other, gonna try uh, to. Yeah. Uh, the other. Uh, everyone else is kind of stunned for a moment with the medicals <laughs> frying your hands. Uh, Connie, why don't you give me a, a uh, in. Uh, uh, initiative role. And just Connie for initiative. now, and if the others need to join in later, that's fine. Twelve. Twelve. All right. Uh, technically, you got the jump on them. Uh, they tried to do the the magical <laughs> medicals, and that didn't work. So if you want to throw, <laughs> throw a punch, feel free. Is this a... With- this probably is it. Is it a surprise attack? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, we'll say it's a surprise. They are officially surprised. Okay, so should I just do my two-handed pike attack or a strength? You check roll or? a strength check. That's it. Because yeah. I don't have any weapons or anything. You, yeah. You, unlike uh, Cryon, you are not trained in martial arts. All right, that's a seven strength yeah, roll. Yeah, a, a wild haymaker. Whoosh. Um, and the guard just kind of ducks out of the way, uh, and then immediately they rush you. Um, da, 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 da. They're going to go ahead, and you don't have a... Are you raging at this point, technically? I am not technically raging, no. Okay. Oh, Jesus. This was a really bad idea. <laughs> So what's your what's your armor class? Fourteen. All right. Oh no. Oh no. It ain't that. It ain't that crit hit. <laughs> Eesh. Is this the end of Connie. 
<laughs> if it is, I will be disappointed, but also kind of... You see, just... Okay, yeah. You, uh, so, yeah, so one house rule I have. Uh, if, if someone rolls a crit hit, I, I had a special little table for crit hits. Oh, no! <laughs> Vital wound? Yeah. As, as you throw your haymaker, you just see spears. <laughs> just so many spears. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're just through the bars. They're just stabbing at you. Um, the rest of you watch, uh, now as your manacles stop, uh, stop tasing you, essentially. Um, you watch as Connie falls backward unconscious on the ground. (laughs) Four spears sticking out of him (laughs) at various points. That felt Uh, a little excessive. You hear the knight walking back. Do we want to try this again? (laughs) I suggest you all come with me to the carriage. I don't think any of the rest of us. I'm fine with that. I have no arguments whatsoever. (laughs) Let's let's go for a lovely carriage ride. Nothing to see here. Uh, Are you guys going to heal him? Uh, you see him sort of reluctantly, like, one of them with the wand is still pointing it at the three of you, and another one is wrapping him up in uh, in bandages. He looks, to, to your medically trained mind, he looks stable, let's say. Aleph is going to whisper to Cryon, hey, hey, is, is this part of the plan still? This seems a little, um, I don't know, is this part of the plan? <laughs> Cryon just... Looks looks down and and said maybe we should just just go go with the guards. Uh, okay, yeah, that's fine. C plus at a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you are loaded uh, into the back of a carriage drawn by uh, two large draft horses. Um, there's a guard sitting on the front of the carriage uh, driving. You have. Uh, the knight um, who who was yelling at you uh, is on a horse traveling next to the carriage and then you have about three other guards um, on either side and you are nervous you catch your breath Connie is still unconscious (laughs) absolutely Um, uh, Mekek and Cryon you are again tied to each other through like a 15 foot chain of manacles uh, and Ella, you are tied to Connie as well. Um, and it, you're not exactly sure where they're taking you, because you're leaving Burden proper. You're, you're. I don't know why I keep saying that proper, <laughs> but you're leaving Burden, and you're heading just south of town into a little bit more of the swamps. Um, Ella, you recognize this area uh, as some of the ruins uh, of of an old, old, old city are still kind of protruding through the, the grass and the muck here. Um, Mekek, you realize this is actually a very nice place for uh, specific uh, kinds of herbs. Uh, lavender specifically grows really nice here. Uh, Kryon, you're, you're not as familiar with this area, um, and it just kind of looks like a random muddy area <laughs> now outside of town when the carriage pulls up and stops the horses pull back 
um, the the knight gets off his horse, comes over to the edge of the carriage, and wraps on it uh, with with uh, what looks to be a mace in his hand. Is everyone going to be cordial at this point? At what point have I not been cordial? I just made a simple request, and then you dragged me into your dungeons. Right? Like, I, mean, I, I got shot, and you just, um, you just, like, then stabbed me repeatedly? You saw me get shot, and then the guard stabbed me repeatedly and brought me here. I don't know how I was the wrong one at fault there. Enough! We will do it again! I know how to stab and, and, and shoot. Great. That's great. I'm so proud of you. I mean, I you should wake up your friend. around the prison, just walking around, stretching my legs, uh-huh. and I'm thrown into the cell. You, yeah. you were sneaking around the prison. Well, so that's what you were doing. I mean, I look sneaky because I'm so small, but I was simply just out for a stroll. Yeah, you're discriminating against short people when you say he looks like he was sneaking just because he's short. That is so incredibly yeah. rude. It feels super yeah, discriminatory. Shortest. He actually does look a little <laughs> flummoxed by that. He kind of looks back and forth. I, I meant no disrespect. Uh, he'll open the carriage door. We are having a problem here. And as a morale booster for me and my men, we very much would like to see you solve it. Why don't you step out of the carriage? We'll wake up your big, smelly friend. Okay. I guess I'll give Connie a shake. And it, there's, there's nothing that we can kind of... We don't have anything on us that can help Connie out, like heal him in any way, no? Uh, you don't have any potions or anything on you. No. Yeah, yeah he's did, he's still unconscious. Did he say for Did he say for us to wake him up or that they would wake him up? Yeah, he he asked for you guys to wake him up. Hmm. Hmm. I given that you've, you know, arrested all of us, it seems a little difficult and unreasonable to expect us to wake him up. You're the military. Surely you have access to something. McCat, give me a persuasion roll. <laughs> oh, I am not specced for charisma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There's that's the first fumble. Fail. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a fumble. That's, that's, a, that's a crit miss. Uh, he sort of laughs at you uh, uh, and says, he, he points to the, the bog, basically, uh, filled with water and says, uh, throw him in there, I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> they wanted us to, to heal him. <laughs> uh, uh, large turtle man, can, can you throw him in there? I, I know I'm manacled to him. Also just dip him in because I'm manacled to him and I don't want to go in there with him. I'll drown. Um, and I can't pick him up. He's huge. <sighs> Very well. Incidentally, is the problem that you need help with related to your bowels? Because if so, I may have an ointment. <laughs> <laughs> what? No? Okay. No, no, yeah. of course not. 
Because <clears throat> it kind of seems like it might be. Yeah, you, you are giving across a little bit of a constipated vibe. My powers are fine! <laughs> so I'm going to uh, sort of pick up Connie and start, like, dragging him towards the water's edge. Okay, yeah. And I'm going to sort of dip him gently in, um, and as I do so, I'm going to uh, whisper um, a healing word spell. Ah, okay. Go ahead and uh, roll for that, yeah. Seven healing? I don't know why it showed two dice rolling on my screen, but it's seven healing. <laughs> All right, Connie, you are healed seven hit points. That puts you um, at a grand one. total of seven. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask. All right. <laughs> this is really mm. bad. McKeck's going to look up. It's a little bad. McKeck's going to look up. That was a good suggestion, sir. Despite your bowel problems, you do seem to know what's uh, effective with this water. <laughs> Thank oh you God. very much. So Connie's awake now? Yeah, so Connie, you like sputter, like <laughs> you're half submerged into like swampy bog water here. And you're you okay. raise your head. You're okay. You see Cryon, <laughs> Mikek. Yeah. Oh, God. Rogic. Damn it. Elif. This is all your fault. I, I, I have no idea how this is my fault. This is definitely all your fault. You keep screwing everything up. You screwed up by getting caught in here and stuck in here. And now you've screwed up by trying to, I don't know, punish the guards when you were vastly outnumbered and they were armed. I don't even know what you were doing. You were terrible at life. Guys, guys, guys. I mean, fighting between us is not going to help. We have a common enemy. Come on, let's just calm it down a little bit. But I guess that's a good point. I will, I will try to just ignore him, even though I am manacled to him. Connie will slowly get to his feet like a big, slow, dumb cow. <laughs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you get to your feet. Uh, everyone else, you're sort of sinking in the swamp just a little bit. Uh, and the, the night kind of motions you further in past a few of the uh, a few of the kind of ramparts of an of an old decaying ruin here, uh, and then the rest of the, the knights and guards kind of stay outside of that a little bit, um, and then you hear a gurgling, a bubbling in the swamp. A large bubble starts to. To, to rise out and it pops and for a second you almost thought you saw something in the bubble or in the mud or in the muck and then right in front of you Connie something rises out of the muck it's almost made out of muck and mud itself uh, and it Andy. spreads wings wide oh, no. and it begins to flap up in the air the mud itself that it, it, it it's made out of uh, its wings made out of mud it starts to slap uh, against the water next to it and fly up right in front of you um, and why don't we take a quick little break <laughs> before 
I was gonna before say before we get into a giant gonna, fight. I was gonna say, can we say that 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 bubble kind of uh, uh, blowing up took like eight hours to blow up? <laughs> so you could recover? No, I'm afraid so not. The, get a long Are rest. Are we still attached to each other? Yes, 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 yes. Andy, it's a beauty. Yeah, I'm I love it. I'm you in a swamp in real life. <laughs> I apologize. Let's take a quick little uh, five, ten minute break. Uh, players, go ahead and get some to drink, get some to eat. Uh, hang in there, chat. <laughs> we'll be back, hopefully, uh, with a fun fight that doesn't end up in everyone dying. This is an extremely serious bowel problem. <laughs> This has been Dom and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Fates of Rin, right here in the Goats & Dragons podcast feed. You can also check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play one-shots, shorter campaigns, as well as have conversations about D&D and role-playing in general. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Helpful Goat, And if you want to hear us play live, you can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat. You can also chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our brand new Discord, or donate to our coffee page to help us keep creating content by clicking the links in this episode description. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.